I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On The Line. Today, I am joined by someone you've all been asking for on the podcast. It's the one, the only, Victoria McGrath. Hello! Hi! (laughs) The most recognizable voice ever. Really? Do you think so? Is that a bad thing? (laughs) No, I think you have like a voice that people would recognize. You should do like Disney characters or something. Oh my gosh, the northern Disney character just appears from nowhere. Why doesn't that exist? It's a good point, actually. I don't (laughs) think there are any northerners, Manchester Disney characters. Okay, so I mean, I was thinking about this podcast and I was like, what can we talk about? But actually, I And I know this is probably something you've spoken about so many times before, which is your blogging journey. Uh But actually, I think you, out of kind of like anybody, has had the most like amazing blogging journey from the beginning to now. You. What you've kind of made from it is pretty epic, for lack of a better word. So I thought it would be, you know, people are always coming to me like, how do you start and how do you do And I'm sure you get the same kind of questions. And I just thought maybe we could, like, really break it down. Yeah, love that. And obviously, it's a huge, um, it's a totally different space now to what it was then. So maybe we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, But first, I want to tell everybody the first place we met. And I'm going to test you. Do you remember? (sighs) Oh, let me rack my brains. Because it was a while ago. (sighs) The first place we ever met. I remember it like it was yesterday. Do you really? Mm -hmm. Can you give me, like, a clue? A hint. My my short term memory is rubbish. Red Long-term. lips. Red lips. Um. Oh, was it an event? Yes. Was it an event for GHD? No. Oh, I feel bad now. <laughs> it's oh totally fine. It was years and years and years ago. We met at the Sanderson Hotel. <gasps> yes, we did. And oh, I know. Tanya's launch. I think it was. I couldn't remember if it was Tanya's launch or Pixie Woo's something or other. Oh. Anyway, they were all there. Yes, it and could have been. We met on the couch and Amelia was like, Estee, have you met Victoria? I was like, no. <laughs> and that's where we met. That was ages ago, wasn't it? And I remember I was so excited to meet you. I remember you actually were too. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. In the pro. Oh my gosh. You're probably like, who is this person <laughs> no, I with knew. this purple hair? You had purple hair. That's yeah. what I was going to say. No, I know. I was always so excited about meeting you because, especially for me, like I feel like I was... I mean, I've been doing this nearly seven years, but I still feel like I was fairly late to the game compared to some of you guys Mm -hmm. who are like the OGs. So for me, coming into this space, I already felt was very much established. 
I kind of was a bit overwhelmed. And then being able to meet these these people who had massively inspired me in the first place was was amazing. It was unreal. So I was like, oh my God, that's Estee. Yeah. <laughs> and I was dead excited. And same with Amelia. Yeah. And just meeting everybody. It was so cool. And now then. you're like right in there. Oh. Um, so I guess that's a good place to start. Is that why you started? You were just watching people and then you were like, oh, I love what they're doing. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, seven years ago, I must have started eight years ago so really? you weren't that late to the game you were still pretty early on but yeah there were definitely people doing it so one yeah. day you were just like let me do this yeah yeah so what happened was I was just randomly looking on YouTube for a tutorial on how to stud leather short not leather denim shorts tell me you stumbled across sammy's video sammy's video i remember it too <gasps> seriously yeah and I, t- I talked to her about that video on the podcast i did with her really because it was such an iconic youtube video for yeah. me and it was kind of that was it's so funny you say that because that was one of those videos that inspired me as yes well. absolutely and i found it and it, it honestly it opened a can of worms for me because i was like people make videos on YouTube? Although obviously I'd gone looking for it, so I must have thought they did, they did. But I didn't know that people almost did it consecutively, like another video, another video. I thought maybe they'd do the odd one off, you know? Yeah. And it just opened this new world. It's true. You that Back then, I remember finding like a video like Sammy and thinking, who is this girl? Yeah, yeah. And, and she does this and where does she go? And like, what lipstick does she wear? And you, it was like a level of obsession that I haven't felt since then. <laughs> Let's Absol- put it that you way. Know, that's it. That is it. And I think that is why around that time, it just suddenly started to snowball and it got bigger and bigger and more people started to watch because people like me and you yeah. everyone was going I want to know more about this person's life I want to know where, where they drink coffee yeah. where they get their hair done how they get their nails done you know and it became this like full like 360 lifestyle that you wanted to know about which is why I feel bloggers and influencers became so big because yeah. people are really interested in other people's lives totally so you saw that video and you just thought well let me just get a camera well, no, it was actually the blog. So I found Sammy's video and then I realized she also wrote this blog. And again, I didn't realize people wrote blogs. I mean, this is so silly. I was like 24 at the time. I don't know where I'd been, obviously in a box somewhere, maybe 23. And um, I was just obsessed. So it took me maybe six months of just reading everyone's blogs. Like I was reading your blog, Sammy's blog, Lily Melrose's blog. Yeah. Totally fell in love with it. I was so obsessed. I was buying so many makeup products. Oh my God, same. Yeah. It was all of my money and I didn't have very much money. Same. But every single spare penny I was like buying you know, bourgeois bronzer Me or too. whatever it was. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, I was the same. And I was just so obsessed that one day I walked into my um, my friend's room and was like, Rebecca, I think I'm going to start a blog. And she was like, you sure, babe? You've not got much time. And I was like, yeah, I really want to try it. Shall I try it? <laughs> you sound like, so right. northern. Honestly, <laughs> this is the way we talk to each other. And she was like, all right, well, try it if you want to. And I mean, that was like seven years ago. And I mean, she now works for me. She's my assistant. Oh, my She's God. The best assistant ever. But it's just so funny seeing like how it's all come about, really. That's crazy. So you were in school. And am I right in thinking you have a fashion PhD? I do. What even is a fashion PhD? <laughs> so, yeah, so... I, so what happened was, so I did my degree in fashion, well, it was kind of like fashion marketing and retailer. Okay. And then this um, opportunity to do a PhD came up that lots of people could go for. 
Um, and then luckily I just went in with a really good pitch and I got first class in my degree, which meant that I could be more eligible to get it. And I was chosen. So, and the thing about a PhD in some situations, it can be quite flexible about what you want to research. So if you're really passionate about a topic, you can be like, I really want to look more into this or this. So at the time, this was when mobile retailing was becoming kind of on the horizon no one was really moving into it but people were like do you know what maybe it could be a thing yeah I remember like I never used to buy stuff on my phone no it was just something that I didn't do so was this in Manchester that you were doing this yeah so Manchester Uni so that's where I did my degree so I moved straight into PhD from my degree a lot of people are always like why didn't you do a master's I don't actually know I think it was kind of built into the PhD so if I'd stopped the PhD after a year I would have got a master's but I continued and got the three years and so, so my actual PhD was on consumer behavior for, fa- um, for mobile fashion retailing. Right. So I was researching how people reacted to buying, shopping, browsing on a mobile. I mean, it's absolutely insane that that's what you did your PhD on. I know. And look at what your job is. <laughs> well, I know. I know. And honestly, it's, it is so useful. That kind of, like what's the word, that realisation of how people shop and how they browse and, and what they want from different retailers yeah. and, you know, what inspires them and what what in, what they really want to get from a retail experience. Yeah. And I could move that into my blog and the things that, I, that I'd wrote about and things. So it was really, really helpful. Wow, that. you're one of the, like, not few people, but, you know, not everybody gets that kind of um, reward from studying at university. Like, a lot of people go to school and they're like, didn't even need that degree. It has nothing to do with what I've gone into. But you yeah. really, that was, that's what you're doing. Yeah. It's no, I know. I feel, I feel quite lucky for that, really. I think I always knew I wanted to work in fashion. So if I hadn't have done this, I would now, I'd be in London, definitely, but I'd be doing fashion marketing. I'd be working for a fashion retailer in marketing for sure. Right. And that was kind of the route I was heading down. And that's what I wanted to do the PhD for. Although then I did go into lecturing. So in fact, actually, do you know what? In truth, I would most likely still be lecturing now. Right. In, in fashion retail. Didn't you do an event recently at your university? I thought I saw you something. You went back there and did a talk or something. Well, well, actually, that was slightly different. That was with the Cambridge um, School of Visual Performing Arts. Okay. They made me one of their ambassadors this year, which was amazing. So I got to work with their students. Um, in fact, they've got their graduate show this this week I'm going judging on, which is exciting. Um, but no, they made me ambassador and I'm, I'm promoting their scholarship. So oh, right. it's it's uh, honestly it's the most incredible scholarship. Anyone can apply. You can you can win a three year degree wow. at the Cambridge School of Visual Performing Arts in fashion. It is amazing. Okay. I was like, do you really need me to help you promote this because it's so good? And they're like, yeah, we'd love to kind of get your ideas on it. I was like, fantastic. So it's kind of related, but not not the same the same uni. Well, I just don't understand how you do so many things, Victoria. <laughs> so do. you're always busy not like you (laughs) you are seriously crazy but we can we can kind of talk about that later I guess (laughs) I want to talk about what the most challenging part no let's actually ignore that let's go back to so you started your blog Mm -hmm. and eventually were people just reading it and then like you got invited to events or yeah yeah it literally because at the beginning I was so obsessed I would write maybe two blog posts a day yes and that was what blogging really looked like back then yeah 
No, it was. In my mind, because I had a quite a good understanding of like SEO and marketing, I was like, I really need to get on Google. Mm-hmm. I need to be up there on Google. So I'd write so much just to really push my website up a little bit. So I it looked see. like I had regular content. Right. So I was obsessed with that. I'd post, post, post. And then after a while, and it, I also, I engaged a lot with the community as well. So mm-hmm. I'd chat with all the blog. I still would chat with most of them now. Yeah. Chatted with all the bloggers. I'd comment on other people's blogs. You know, it's all just about that kind of self-promotion and making friends and, you know, mm-hmm. chatting. And that massively helped me. And I kind of found new readers and it just kind of spiraled from there. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, how, I mean, I never really did two blogs posts a day sometimes but I definitely did a blog post a day for years yeah and I remember that weird internal guilt I would feel if I didn't do it yes you know I don't have that so much anymore but <laughs> I've really like slowed it down I don't even yeah. have a blog anymore really no well I have, a, I have a website it's more of like a portfolio. Oh, I like it. Yeah. yeah I think I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like put like what projects I'm working on and stuff. I don't like blog, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so do you still think that there is a place for blogs? Yes. I really, really do. Yeah. I mean, I only, I post three times a week still. Mm-hmm. I do Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And your photos are insane. Thank you. How, your schedule must be, like, do you just really, di- like, do you know what you're doing every minute of every day, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm, I'm a bit of a stickler for my diary and my calendar. Like, like, luckily having Rebecca as my assistant, I've got my managers. I'm very strict on the calendar and making sure that every moment is spent productively. Uh, don't you get tired and I'm serious yeah no I no, I do I do I, I have burnout moments especially around the fashion weeks like February September like my big burnouts but you know I just I just kind of have these goals and dreams and I'm like it's only me that's gonna get there so yeah. just just keep plugging away I you know, know. I and know. I still love it though I'm still so obsessed with it I think it really really shows that you do still love it I mean what do you love so much about fashion Oh, it's a hard, hard thing to answer. I never I mean, thought about it. I, I don't know. know. It just makes me so excited. So, like, even in the evenings when you're off, I can guarantee you're like browsing Netta Porter and matches, except like just for fun. Is I that, am. Yeah, that is so me. I yeah. mean, I just sometimes. I mean, I do it too. But sometimes I think, like, why do I like this stuff so much? Yeah. I don't know what the obsession is. I think it's just that excitement of buying something new and imagining yourself wearing it and, you know, where you could go out and in this new outfit. And it's, I don't know, it's a full lifestyle, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I totally agree. And you also have Alex. I do. Can we talk about Alex? Yeah, you Your can. fiancé. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Not for much longer. Yeah, it's, you're getting married very soon. It's like two and a half months. You, I'm well, feeling okay. the stress. So let's talk about Alex. So you're, <laughs> you're, you've been together a long time. Yeah. You're engaged. You're getting married. Mm-hmm. And he also is your, like, he works with you and does all this stuff with you as well. Yeah. So he helps shoot your videos and... Yeah, so he's my videographer. He's my photographer and editor. Right. Yeah. So pretty much he comes with me on every single trip now Mm -hmm. because otherwise I can't get the same level of content. So he shoots all my pictures. He edits it. Well, quite a few I'll edit, but the majority he edits because he's a bit of a whiz. Yeah, he's great. And he also edits all my videos. Which right. is great. And he now also shoots all of my vlogs. We've changed our vlogging style. Yes, I did know that. So he now is behind the camera. Because I, I wanted to, I just wanted to switch it up a little bit. I didn't want to hold the camera as much to my face. And I was like, should we try this? Yeah. And we seem to be really enjoying it. Yeah. And how is working together? <laughs> Do you know what? When we first started working together, probably about three years ago now, 
we were a bit apprehensive that it would literally be, you know, working, living, sleeping in the same area the whole time. Yeah. And we'd have no, like, respite, like, time away. And you know what? It's actually fine. I mean, sometimes we have raging arguments about something that's so, <laughs> so silly. Yeah. But it's just because we just need literally five minutes on our own. I totally get that. You, yeah, are you the same? Well, I mean, just, I don't have anyone yeah, uh, but, like that in my life anymore. But, but, time, <laughs> but time away sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we actually have a question. This is a call-in show, and we have our first question for you, and it's all about relationships. Okay. okay. Excited. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey guys, it's Mila from Berlin. Firstly, I want to say how much I admire you both and your work and I'm so happy to be part of this. And I basically just have one question. So I know that Alex and Victoria have been together for quite a time now and I am in a quite a long-term relationship for myself and I kind of wonder sometimes how you keep up such a long relationship. Do you maybe have any tips or tricks and um, yeah that's basically it so sending you all the love bye bye I love these questions. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> this is so wholesome. <laughs> what a gorgeous question as well. It is. And I feel like I can I can maybe weigh in as well. Yes, please do. Can you weigh in first? I'll weigh in first. I think exactly what you were saying was just sometimes you need those five minutes apart. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that I definitely have realized since being in such a long relationship and then being single for yeah. a while now. Mm-hmm. Um I just love my personal space and I didn't even know how to have my own personal time before. So I think it's a really cool thing when like two people can come together and bring their own personalities. Yeah. So that's one thing I think that would really help a relationship. Yeah. Maybe I'm not the one to be giving the advice anymore. No, no, I know you absolutely do. I mean, you guys were together a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You got loads of tips. In fact, I could probably do with some more tips. <laughs> um, yeah, def- definitely having space apart massively helps. I often, sometimes if it's getting a little bit much, I'll go see my friends. Yeah. I'll go stay at theirs for the weekend because they've often, they've got new babies. So I love doing that anyway. And he'll go back and see his buddies totally. in Manchester. And then when we come back together, we've like missed each other for a few days mm-hmm. and it's like super exciting yeah. and it's super nice. Um, otherwise, I'd also say, date nights I I, know, I I was hoping you were gonna say that yeah go on because I feel like me and Alex have neglected date nights recently in fact for a long time and it's something that's on my mind we used to do it all the time especially like once or twice a week once a week at mo at least and just getting out the house going sitting together not talking about work putting your phones away 
and just really like chatting about and quite often when we do that we start talking about old times or like nostalgic memories or he'll start talking about his childhood or I will and you know we get into these really deep and meaningful conversations and then you kind of really realize again why you love that person yeah and it's and it really gives you that reflective time I think that is such a good tip because it can be especially when you live with the person and you work with the person I mean I had that experience as well you just fall into just the same old routines and it's it's hard to have these date nights to yeah. actually plan that and, you know at the mm-hmm. end of the day of a long day you don't want to go get ready and get, look cute and then go out when you can just order in and take away and chill and watch Netflix like yeah, totally. I get it but I think you're so right making that time is so important even something like going to a gallery or just whatever you guys like to do yes you're so right, because the times when we've done that randomly, like if we just nip into the V&A, yeah. we love it. Yeah. And just getting away, again, it's away from your phone mm-hmm. and away from the screens and you can hold hands walking around and start talking about other things. You know, it just broadens your mind to new interesting topics yeah. that you weren't talking about before. Absolutely. And I think like for me, when I'm like getting into new relationships and stuff, that's something that's definitely on the forefront of my mind. It's like the effort is going to be put in. Yes. Yes, you need the effort. You do. Well, you mentioned kind of getting off your phones Mm -hmm. and screens and stuff. Are you addicted? I would love to know your screen time. (laughs) Do you know, I feel like, I, I must admit, I think I'm reducing it slowly. There are days when I am on it constantly. And the main one is actually WhatsApp. Okay. I'm constantly on my WhatsApp with my managers and with Rebecca, my assistant. Well, that's kind of... It's so hard when your job is on, on the phone. internet and on the yeah. phone. Like, how are you supposed to not be on your phone? Yeah, that's My it. My mom's always saying that. Get off your phone. I'm like, it. that's how I work. Yes. Like, say my mom's the same. She drives me mad with it. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I understand from her point of view. She's like, she sees her daughter being stressed out, constantly carrying a phone and always mm-hmm. on it. And she's like, oh, just put it down for a bit. And it's like, well, mom, if I do that, my emails go unanswered. I miss potentially urgent whatsapps about yeah. something or other you know i have to keep on top of this stuff uh-huh. and sometimes she doesn't quite get that and she gets a bit stressed at me my mom's like the world's not going to end if you miss somebody's tweet about something and i'm like i know it's not that i'm just like browsing twitter yeah yeah you know so yeah. i think sometimes you know parents find that a little hard to understand but i do think it is important to switch off and i yeah. pretty much take most of my weekends off do you know what? I remember a trip we went on. Shanghai, baby. Shanghai as well. But before that, <laughs> Chanel in Paris. Oh, that was an amazing trip. Fantastic trip. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And I remember you gave me such words of wisdom about oh taking more time away and chilling out. And it's always stuck with me. Mm. And I've, I honestly have really tried to do that much more. And you were like, you need to take off your weekends and just yeah. chill out, Victoria. And I was like, you're so right. Well, because I see you working like, honestly, I've never seen anything like it. It's inspiring. <laughs> really? But I need to take a few pages from your book and maybe you can take a few from mine. Because yeah. My brother actually called me on the phone last night and I was like, sometimes I just feel so overwhelmed. I just want to take a nap. And he's like, well, you can't just nap your life away. Oh, like, yeah. make a to-do list and just tackle it like don't procrastinate and that's something I'm so I will procrastinate until the end of time me too and it's funny you mention lists because yesterday 
I know it's a Sunday. I should be taking off my weekends, but <laughs> yesterday I, I actually worked last made. Night too, it's fine. Yeah, okay, good. I had a huge list yesterday, and I, what I did, I'd made this list on Saturday, and then on Sunday I came to sit down, and I found myself procrastinating because I was like, "Oh, what do I want to do first? And it's because I'd not even looked at my list yet. And I was like, "You know what? You've got a list. Go look at it first." Went and looked at my list, and then and then I cracked on straight away because yeah. I could see it written down. Whereas in my mind before that time, I was like, "I know." I've got like 12 things what are they and they were just floating around in my mind and I didn't know what to tackle first and as soon as you've got that list it just keeps you like so succinct you're like yes do this 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 and I was so productive yeah it was amazing doesn't it feel so good to be productive yes I I need to do it more I've been in a bit of a slump although today I feel like I was really on top of it yeah so I feel I feel really good about that Um, me too I think another thing that really helps is to just prepare so even Mm -hmm. like the night before I like to know what I'm gonna wear the next day like I don't want to be faffing around in the morning but what does your typical day look like? I know it's impossible to actually say. Yeah. Um, but like, what t- do you wake up at the same time every day? Yeah. I mean, in honesty, I have like an ideal day. But now and again, I do. My ideal day would be get up at seven, go for a, a bodyism class at like eight or nine. So yeah, you, you're lucky you live around there. That area is amazing yeah. for all the cafes, you know, all the amazing workout places. So I go to Bodhism. Yeah, I need to go so bad. It's so brilliant. I am obsessed with Pilates right now. Really? It's the most challenging exercise, but it will make you so toned. It's fantastic. Do you do it on the reformer Both. Thing? Okay. Reformers is my jam. I really want to buy a reformers bed. I'm that obsessed with it. Wow. Honestly, the legs you can get with reformers is unbelievable. Oh my God, you're speaking to me right now. Yeah, honestly, we need to go together. Let's go together. I want to go to bodyism. Great, come along. It's Let's so both far do it. from me. Oh no. But yeah, I, I'm actually the going places. there tomorrow to um, that area, so. Just drop in then. Just drop right in. So yeah, so I'd go to a, a class, I'd pick up a coffee or like a protein shake, which gets me going for the day. And then I would probably get home, shower, go out and do a couple of meetings in Central. Have a couple of meetings, chat to my manager, managers on the phone, and then I'd go home and I'd spend a couple of hours at my desk doing emails, writing blog posts, maybe getting videos filmed or edited. And then... Alex usually makes the dinner because he's very good at cooking. Oh, that's cooking. amazing. Yeah. I want an Alex who's yeah. going to make me dinner. He's, he's pretty great. My Alex's it. name is Deliveroo. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we have a lot of Deliveroo. <laughs> a lot. God, Deliveroo must be making so much money. It's insane. <laughs> just, just a bit. Just a bit. It is the dream, isn't it? When you answer your emails, do you listen to music or do you have stuff on in the background? Or like... Uh, generally, no. Because... I like to blast through emails and I can't often think if I've got something else in my mind because I'll start singing along or I'll start, my mind will trail off. I like silence. Usually. Well, you would hate living in my apartment right now. Really? Because it has, for the past four, maybe more months, I've been doing this home renovation. Yes. So every single day I have my assistant in my flat and the contractors and the builders and stuff every single day, Victoria. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Are you sharing a lot of this renovation? Sharing with who? With 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 all of us. I don't feel like I've seen much. Not seen enough. Nothing has been really progressing, if I'm totally honest with you. Really? Oh no. I need to get better at sharing it, but honestly, the whole thing has been the biggest stress of my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They say, like, home renovations are stressful. Like, they are stressful. Which which is the most stressful bit? Oh, my gosh. 
I think honestly just having people around all the time. Right. Because you know what it's like when you work from home? Mm-hmm. You need that focus. And like when I'm talking to Anna, my assistant or something, the like contractor guy will be like, oh, can you just check this thing and this blah, blah, blah. Oh. Like, you know, you can never really focus. Anyway, this is not yeah. the estate, you know, whines about uh, first no, world problems. No, this is good but... to know. This is good to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting that you're like dead silence when you're replying to emails. Yeah, often Alex is there trying to watch a show or he goes and puts on some like metal music. And I'm like, babe, just give me a second. <laughs> like, get out the room. There we go. Okay, so that's a pretty good ideal day, I think. Yeah, no, it is. And then as soon as Alex would make the tea, amazingly, I will then hopefully shut off. Yes. It doesn't usually go that way. I usually carry on until about 11, but that would be my ideal day. Wow. And then I'd have maybe a bath. That would be great too. Oh, please. Can we talk about baths? Yeah, I love baths. What, like, what <laughs> products do you use? Do you put salts in there? So many. Um, salts, if not, I'll go for like, for example, like the um, L'Occitane oils or oh, yeah. body Body anything from L'Occitane is amazing. Or Elemis. Yeah. I'm all over them at the moment. Laura Mercier. Yes. They they are so healing, aren't they? Yes, definitely. Do you and Alex ever take baths together? Yeah, all the time. Thank you for saying that. Because when I tell people that I bathe with my men people are kind of like grossed out by that I'm like what are you talking about it's the most amazing thing to do it's relaxing for both of you and you can't go anywhere so you're talking to each other yes I I'm the same like this is not like when you were like two and running around in the mud and therefore you're full of mud and then you go and get a bath with someone and that would be gross right this this is two people who are most likely quite clean anyway sat together with loads of bubbles oh. you know and you've got candles and you can just chat oh it's so and a glass of wine yeah we sometimes. do it we do it all the time yeah. always with wine yeah we honestly we love it same I like really our that. bath at home is not big enough in the flat but as soon as we buy our new house you know i want to get a massive bath that's perfect for us both with, oh. and then an area we can put our wine glasses yes. i'll be happy then oh that's that you're that's the dream yes. that's the real dream yeah. So besides working insane hours, um, what would you say the most challenging part of being a blogger is? Do you call yourself a blogger? Yes. Yeah. No, I do. I That's usually my term, fashion blogger, usually. Yeah. Although I also do beauty and lifestyle to an yeah. equal extent, but I, do, I usually just say fashion blogger or blogger. Right. Um, well, I mean, what would you call yourself? I never really know because I'm not really a blogger anymore because I don't yeah. have a blog. Oh. <laughs> but like Instagram. But I make, I don't know what I am. You're still on YouTube, though. I'm still on YouTube. I don't know what, I, I still just say blogger. Content creator. Content creator, there you I go. I do like that, too. So do I. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's like all-encompassing, isn't it? Yes. Which is nice. What was the question? The question was, <laughs> what's the biggest challenge besides Ooh. working long, long hours? I think, I think usually it is the switching off. Yeah. And making time to spend with... Do you know what? Just remembering to get back to friends and organizing. Because I find, I remember one time Patricia said to me, Patricia Bright, she was like, you know, Victoria, you've only got a certain amount of decisions you can make mentally per day. And she said, and when we've made enough of those decisions, that's when your brain is just too exhausted to make another. And that's why most of the time after you've made loads of decisions in a day, say in the morning, by the end of the day, you don't want to be answering emails and saying, yes, I'll do this, you know, in July or I'll do this. Because you can't make those decisions without feeling like you're too exhausted. Mm -hmm. So quite often when my friends message me at like seven at night and say, Vic, are you free in a couple of weeks to come down for the weekend? I'm like, babes, I just don't want to even look at my calendar. Right. I don't want to think about it. And that's awful because these are my actual friends. But I totally, totally get that. Yeah. Are you the same? I'm the same. 
Good. Although, as long as it's not just me. Um, next week, I'm going on a yoga retreat to Sicily just by myself. Like, I paid for the whole thing. This is not like a work trip. I just, I'm just going. Fantastic. But now, the, the closer the time gets to it, the more I'm like, why did I do this? Because I have so much to do, and I'm now I'm oh. going to be doing a yoga retreat. And I'm like, you will love it. But it was on my bucket list um, from I'm last jealous. year, actually. Where was my invite? <laughs> I want to go too. <laughs> you can't make the time. Well, I know. You're too busy judging things and oh, and taking photos i know i know but that sounds heavenly yeah we I all think, need more of that and i think it is the physical exercise like you mentioned going to your bodyism class mm-hmm. does does working out really help you mentally oh massively massively especially bodyism because the thing i really like about those guys is they've got a real connection between like body and mental wellness and it's all about positivity yeah and honestly no joke it is massively helped with my positivity and perspective but hugely. Victoria, you're the most positive person I've ever met on planet Earth. And I want to know more about that. I know. I mean, I, I try to, I'm just, I'm, that's just my character, I think. I'm just yeah. quite a bubbly, upbeat, yeah. very kind of positive person. I mean, there are times. I think Alex sees the other side of me. Of course. Because he sees that exhausted side, the part that snaps now and again when I've just had too much in a day. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'd never, I'd never really show that outside of home, which is funny. But I think it's just because, obviously, when you're with your other half, exactly. they always take the brunt because you, they know you the best. But no, I, I guess I am usually very, like 99% very, very positive. Yeah, I, I, I really respect that about you. And I think that's partially why you're able to do so much in a day because you're not like dreading anything, it seems. You're not like, yeah. oh, now I have to take these photos. Yeah, no, I know. I just try and handle each day as it comes. Yeah. If I start to look ahead at the week... Then I get overwhelmed. I mean, imagine even looking ahead at the months. I'm sure your like summer calendar's already full to the yeah. brim. No, it is. It is. And obviously, then I've got the wedding right at the end of August. So, oh God, it's like countdown is on. How has the planning for that been? <laughs> Do you know, actually, it is amazing. Today, I just went for my chat about the flowers. <gasps> and I like welled up. It's oh. gonna be so pretty. Well, I think it is. I hope it is. I'm sure it is. I've got I've got a vision, and my flower ladies are totally on it. They get the vision, and it's it's all coming together now, really amazingly. So we're at the point of organising the table settings. Like all my dresses are being made, so that's done. I've got suits sorted. And are you going to be filming this and like showing it online? Or yeah, well, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I wouldn't want to share such an intimate time, but I share my everyday anyway in vlogs. Right. right. And this is something that I also kind of want to keep for the future, so I definitely want to film it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't I share it? It's a beautiful time. It might give other people some inspiration for their own wedding. Right. And I mean, I'm a blogger. At the end of the day, we share things. Yeah. And why? Why would I not share my like biggest? loveliest moment ever it's i mean i'm counting down the minutes to see it <laughs> i'll be wait. like clicking that video first thing <laughs> i can't wait for amelia's oh god i know it's gonna be a spectacle i can't <laughs> wait <laughs> i know it's gonna be really beautiful but let's get back to regular fashion stay mm-hmm. away from wedding fashion for now mm-hmm. we have another question from okay. a listener hi Estee and victoria my name is amila i live in indiana in the u.s First of all, I just wanted to say that this is the best collab ever. When I saw Estee post on her stories, I literally flipped out. 
But my question really is tailored to fashion. Both of you have such a unique style and are so chic. And I look to you for inspiration, but I wanted to know who you really gain your inspo from and also where you like to buy maybe secondhand designer clothing from. I'm really looking into getting more into that side of things, but I wasn't sure where to start. Thanks. Well, that was a Good question. Really good question. I guess I have a very similar question, which is, where do you get your inspiration from? Um, do you feel like you really ha- just know your own style inside and out now? I'm getting there. I feel like it changes every season and also very much according to my moods, definitely. Because, uh, I mean, I know I've made I've made some fashion faux pas, but we all live and breathe them and, you know, you, you grow from them. <laughs> and that's the main thing, you know. I'm kind of getting to the point where I feel like I know the shapes that fit that suit me best and the colors and, you know, I know how to put things together now in ways that I didn't really before. But I think my main inspirations either come from, I mean, people, people, I say this so much, people are so bored of me saying it, but Victoria Beckham is a huge inspiration of mine. I get that. Yeah. Just the tailoring, her chic style is just my vibe to a T. Massively. Also, though, retailers, my favorite retailers often inspire me. Just the way that they put pieces together. I agree. And that's why me and you probably the same sort of thing. We love browsing the websites because I love to see how they style stuff. That's it. You know, that is it. And especially if I look at Net-A-Porter, My Teresa, Matches and Louise Villaroma, I'll usually go through all four. At the same time? Yeah. And what, do you just press all and just go for it? Yeah, I usually just go new in. Yeah. And if I can keep on top of it every week, then I've seen everything then. Oh I don't God, miss anything. I do the same thing. Do you? Great. Okay. What an addiction. I and know. then I'm on the Netta Porter EIP. I probably shouldn't admit that. And I'm like <laughs> looking at the EIP stuff and I'm like, <gasps> brilliant. Oh my gosh, this is just amazing. I'm glad I'm not alone here. <laughs> and I'll, if, But if you keep on top of it, you start noticing trends and things that are coming in from each of the different sites. And then you get a really good overview. And then you could, like, next week I could tell you what's in from, like, Chloe and what's in from Dolce and what's in from, you know, Fendi. Just because I've been looking at these sites so much. And then I start seeing how they style different things and how the the next website styles something. And then I'll be like, okay, so shirts with chinos are in or, you know, that kind of thing. And then you start to put it together in your way. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's probably one of my biggest inspirations, you know. And were you always into luxury fashion? Like, say you were growing up in Manchester. Like, were you always, like, wanting luxury stuff or...? Yeah. Do you know, it is a funny one because... I remember doing my assumptions video and a lot of people thought that I grew up with a lot of money and that's why I've been able to get a lot of luxury bags and all that kind of thing, which could not be any further from the truth at all. I was, I always loved luxury fashion, but I was at a point where I couldn't afford it. I was a student, you know, I was, I was working at Roxy Quicksilver on, you know, minimum wage and all that kind of good stuff. And, um... It was always in my mind that I always wanted to buy my first my first luxury piece. So the first thing I ever bought was a mulberry bag. That was my first luxury piece. Yes. It was I, the Alexa. Really? Yeah. yeah, a friend of mine bought the Alexa. Mine was the Roxanne, I think mm-hmm. it was called. And then a bit after that, I bought the Polly Pushlock, mm-hmm. which is what Kate Middleton bought. Oh, my gosh. And luckily, I bought it the day before she wore hers, wow. which meant that I got it because it sold out after that. But those were my first two kind of movements into the luxury scene because that's all I could f- afford at the time. And I just kept saving and saving until I could afford more. 
And then obviously then with this career, I worked and worked and worked, you know, I was able to gain a little bit more money and put it aside and then start buying fashion here and there. And then I was able to move more into the luxury space, Mm -hmm. which I think is kind of nice. You know, I'm I'm kind of self-made. I've done it all myself, all my own hard work. And that is what's allowed me to now reap the rewards Mm -hmm. of that in a way. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice. Do you think luxury fashion is, does it have a different like feeling when you wear it or like what do you like about it I think when it comes to clothing it is just the quality Mm -hmm. I mean I must admit in some cases the quality isn't as good in some cases I remember the other week we went um me and Alex went shopping and he tried on I'll not say what brand but he tried on a very very high luxury brand and we were like, oh, what, what is this What is this fabric? And we looked inside and it was like 90% polyester. And right. it was about a thousand pounds for this oh sweater. And we we're like, I was like, put that back. You're yeah. not buying that. That's ridiculous. But in, a most, in most cases, it's the feel, it's the fit, it's the extra additions that make it that little bit more exciting mm-hmm. and special. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's, that's the thing that sets aside even like a Joseph blouse in comparison to a Primark blouse, right, for example. Right. You know, the Joseph blouse will have extremely beautiful buttons. It'll be embroidered in a certain way. It'll have a, a beautiful cut. Like the oh, fabric. Joseph is gorgeous. Yes, I agree. I agree. But yeah. it, they put, there's so much effort that's gone into that one piece mm-hmm. that makes it super special for the user compared to something that's maybe from the high street. And that's that's kind of the difference in what you're paying. So it just depends yeah. if you want that or not. And, and I also think, you know, especially the older I get, the more I just want to buy that one silk blouse and just have that one silk blouse and wear it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many times I've bought things on the high street, which I still buy loads of stuff on the high street, but, you know, it just doesn't wash very well and you no. end up having to get rid of it. And that's awful. That's so true. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. Everything, especially um, like me and M, this, this shirt I'm wearing is me and M. I'm obsessed with that brand because the quality is amazing. It does not shrink. It barely ever creases. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. They use some magic fabric because nothing creases, which is great for me for traveling because I can throw it in my suitcase, pull it out, and it's perfect. But the fabrics are unbelievable. And, yeah. no, and I know you pay the premium because it's premium high street, but you will keep it. I mean, this is from two seasons ago, and I still wear it right. over and over because I love it. Is I mean, that what they call it? Premium high street? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So anything that's kind of above a more elevated high street, like mm-hmm. premium high street, and then you get into your luxury right. above that, really. So like me and M, Couples, Joseph, um, Reese, mm-hmm. you know, Ted Baker, they're kind of like the premium high street vibes. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then to anybody listening who's like, well, I can't afford that bag and I can't afford this. And, you know, where do you suggest they shop? Because I personally have been obsessed with Vestiaire. Yes, it, it is a great site. I mean, I bought, I had Brittany Bathgate on the podcast and she walked in with this acne trench coat on and I was like, I love that coat and I need it. And it was last season and we couldn't find it anywhere. And she finally found a link for me and sent it to me. And I bought it on Vestiaire, you know, saved a bunch of money. I mean, it was still a very expensive coat, Yeah. but I wear it all the time and I love it. And it's new to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Vestiaire is fantastic. There are a couple of those kind of sites now, actually. And they are brilliant for finding those gems that you missed out on the first mm-hmm. time. And it's quite often it's maybe been a gift to someone and they don't want it, so they put it on Vestiaire. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people have said that they've maybe bought a Chanel or a Dior and it's not been real, but right. I've never had that experience. Yeah. And I've, I barely have ever seen it's. It's quite often those moments where people don't tell you the good things, but they'll tell you the bad things. So Fine. those two little reviews yeah. over overcome all of these thousands of great reviews. So quite often it's better just to you know be positive about it. For sure. 
And I mean, if anyone ever had that situation, you just you just tell Vestia and send it back, and exactly. it would be resolved. It's not true a huge issue, but so yeah. What do you do with all of your clothes that you don't want to wear anymore? To be honest, I I am very selective with how much I take in or how much I buy nowadays. I mean, it's hard being a blogger. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a predicament, isn't it? It is. It, because I know for a fact that I, if I wasn't a blogger and if my job wasn't to show the latest trends, the latest pieces, what you can buy, then I would not buy anywhere near what I do. But what I do buy, I try to make sure it blends into my wardrobe. I can wear it with everything else. And so I don't have as much waste to say maybe I did a couple of years ago when I was buying lots of Topshop mm-hmm. or maybe the odd quite a lot of H&M or Forever 21 or yeah. a lot more High Street which I would get rid of faster because it maybe went out of trend or the quality wasn't right or it shrunk whereas now I don't really find that because mm-hmm. of the, the quality I'm buying I'm constantly like recycling it and using it again and yeah. so I don't really I mean I used to have a Depop and now and again I'll put things on Depop but barely that much really yeah. I try and keep everything <laughs> I, I wonder if it's an age thing or if it's almost like a fatigue, a blogger fatigue thing where it's like, I don't want to have all this stuff around me. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel with beauty products. Yeah. I, I was the same with beauty products. And when that conversation was kind of going on, especially I know a lot of people talk about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, I, to be honest, I have messaged the majority of the beauty brands that I work with and asked them not to send me anything anymore until they've sent me a press release. Yes. And... Honestly, it has reduced my P.O. box to the minimum, and it's amazing. I need to do that. Yeah. I mean, I've tried, but it's like, it, it's really crazy. Things just appear. Yeah, and it's and it's amazing. It I, is. I'm very, very grateful for it. It's incredible seeing the new launches, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of new launches. Yes. And so, and I, I can't, I can't cover them all. I can't review them for my right. audience all the time. So I want to kind of choose the things I'm really, really excited about. So whether that's a new Dior eyeshadow or if it's a new Armani foundation, yes. I want to make sure that my mind is on those things and not on everything else. Mm-hmm. So honestly, it takes time. But if you kind of chat with everyone you know and yeah. just be like, can you just send me press releases first? And you can just reduce it down a bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm, mm. I'm just a little like, oh my gosh, I just the waste is just crazy. That's exactly why I did it. The yeah. wastage the environmental impact of so many products it was weighing on me mentally it does yeah and then I feel bad like all the brands are spending all this money to send me this thing and I don't have time to even try it let alone review it yes so yeah there's a weird type of like blogger guilt I feel like going on in our heads absolutely and and the more we're all learning much more about the environment and things we can do to be better people Mm -hmm. I think the more we're all really paying attention to this because you did a some sort of a sustainability project I saw yeah that with BBC yes BBC Earth yeah yeah no fantastic project yeah no so I worked with BBC Earth and Mother of Pearl over Fashion Week so Mother of Pearl is an amazing sustainable brand really inspiring have you seen their things well I have some something to say about that brand jasmine hemsley came over to my apartment to record a podcast really and i was like jasmine i'm obsessed with you i love jasmine oh my god and her husband nick yes great i did one of their sound baths aren't they amazing oh my god life-changing life-changing did you did you kind of go under oh i went to the depths of the dark dark darkest ocean did you really yeah isn't it incredible alex said he felt like he was floating it's amazing but anyway she came over to my apartment and she had on a mother of pearl 
jacket oh. and I wanted to buy it and I ended up not buying it because I don't need another coat but it was a gorgeous orange I mean her style yeah I'm obsessed with it she's so fabulous she's just such a positive wonderful soul I agree I, I'd love to spend more time just listening to I her hang out with her every single day me too me too and I forget what the question was oh yeah so you did that thing during fashion week during um fashion week all about sustainability which is cool yeah which is something I, I really am so passionate about it and every day in just in everyday life I'm always trying to do better and more and more so whether that's recycling making sure I use less water all the time like we got rid of our Nespresso machine because mm-hmm. I know you can get recyclable Nespresso's now but I just didn't want that I you know it's like sometimes you just learn new things every day I was going to get a Nespresso machine and then I started researching it and I was like I don't want to get a freaking Nespresso, Nespresso machine yeah no absolutely there's so much wasted and, be, and whilst people can say it's recyclable let's be honest yeah like old Tom down the road isn't going to be recycling these pods isn't it? No. you know what I mean so and I heard they're not recyclable those pods the majority aren't I mean so, and the way you do recycle them is they give you bags and then you leave them outside and they get picked up and it's like but let's be honest 99% of your customers aren't gonna do that they're gonna throw it in the bin yeah. and I as a blogger don't want it to be in the back of my vlogs and someone go oh I'm gonna buy an espresso machine and I don't I don't I don't want that on my back yeah so we got rid of that you know there's there's I mean there's so many like for example I I Every month I pay towards um, the carbon footprint charity to plant trees. So I plant like 10 trees a month in Manchester to try and offset my carbon emissions. Right. So I do that. I give... Like you were saying earlier about clothes, I completely forgot. I give majority of my older clothes to Oxfam, mm-hmm. so I do that. I'm like, I'm really just trying my best in as many ways as I possibly can. Like plastic consumption is as low as possibly can. Yeah, you know, I'm really, really trying. I know, and I think that's kind of like the the theme of what I've been seeing a lot of on social media and stuff. It's like you don't have to be perfect, but if everybody tried their best, that would be such a huge improvement. Yeah, and I think so many times, especially bloggers or you know whoever's in the public eye they're just held to this higher standard like well they did this but look they didn't do this and this and, that. and it's like yeah. look we're all just humans trying here yeah that's how I feel about it honestly I feel the same I feel like if we do one thing we have to be mother Teresa mm-hmm. and we have to literally be whiter than white mm-hmm. we can't just be normal people and it's no one can be ha- like held to that high esteem like no one can do everything yeah. unless unless I literally go and buy a cabbage patch in the middle of a field and live under a a teepee <laughs> with no electricity and nothing else there's no way I can be completely a sustainable person but that could be a great feature <laughs> it would be a great vlog <laughs> <laughs> one week in my teepee <laughs> in the cabbage patch <laughs> well speaking of traveling I guess um you do travel so much mm-hmm. and and this job has probably allowed you to see some places that you never would have seen before. Yeah. I mean, what do you love about traveling? I always ask people this question, but it's just you must get so much inspiration from traveling. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Constantly. Um, what do I love the most? It's just that feeling, isn't it? When you step off the plane and you visit somewhere so new you've never seen before like yeah. the trees are different you know the flowers yeah. are different the colors in the sky are different everything just feels mm-hmm. exciting again yeah maybe that's it maybe that's probably what I love about it so much as well I mean when I was in the Maldives god it must have been last year oh, oh. Um, I, I know remember you- those pictures <laughs> you looked fantastic <laughs> thank you <laughs> but I remember we went snorkeling and I saw the fish there 
And they were colors that I'd never even seen on an animal, these neon bright colors. And it does, it, it kind of excites you in like a childlike way. Absolutely, that's it. That is it. That- Especially when you go to the airport, sometimes I get this feeling back when I was maybe like six on the way to Spain, that super excitement of getting on a plane and visiting this new world that mm-hmm. you didn't know was there before. Yeah. And also, I mean, for me, I'm very much led by food. Mm-hmm. So going somewhere new where I can try new foods and experiences is my, it's my jam. What's your favorite restaurant of all time? <gasps> no, what's your favorite restaurant in London, I should say? You Ooh. and Alex are going on a date and you want to have a nice meal. I would I'd probably be three top. Okay. I'd say Sketch, yeah. amazing for date nights. Lovely. I love Rocker, mm-hmm. Japanese, unreal. And I'd probably also say, I mean, I love pharmacy. Yeah, Just good I know. vegan food. I know. Delish. Are you vegan? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, us- I'm more pescatarian, yeah. very limited dairy. I mean, I've just come back from Italy. There was a lot of cheese consumed. I'm not going to lie about it. <laughs> but in my day-to-day life, very, very minimal dairy, if mm-hmm. any. And, but I eat fish. Okay. So it's kind of like a vegan diet with fish or plant-based diet with fish. Right. I'm always just really interested in it about what people eat. And I think, honestly, I feel like I'm more of a fan than a blogger myself because I'm just like still like obsessed with how people live their lives. Yeah, me like, too. Oh, me I'm too. Like, what do you eat? What do you do? Where do you go? What do you like? I'm such a little nosy. No, I'm the same. Girl. I'm the same, especially at the moment. Like I'm obsessed with interior stuff. Yeah. Just knowing what people are doing with their houses. That's why I'm like, please share more of your house. I know. I really do need to do that. Have you not thought about making like a stay home yeah. on Instagram? I don't know if, if I can really handle yet another Instagram. But you'd probably be super inspired by it. You'd probably end up doing more on that than Maybe. Usual. That's true. You never know. That might be true. Might be a new inspiration. Oh my gosh, you're always thinking of the next big thing. Absolutely. So <laughs> what is the next big thing for you, Victoria? Well... I've got quite an exciting launch coming up on Thursday. Yes. So this podcast is going up on Wednesday. So tomorrow, (laughs) everyone go head over to Victoria's social media channels. Yeah. And check out what she's up to. It's going to be great. Yeah. So Thursday. So Thursday, 7 p.m., I'm going to put out a video to announce that. So I'm really, really excited about it. Very, very proud of it. That's coming out. And obviously, I've got the wedding. So that's kind of like my all consuming Mm -hmm. at the moment. Yeah. And then hopefully we're looking into buying a house soon, so that's kind of all happening. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very, very busy summer, and I've got a lot of different projects going on. But this this one on Thursday is like my my baby. Right. I right mean, now. you've already done your book. The book went amazingly. I'm so proud. What more can you do? Well, then I had to write a, a better book than yours, because yours <laughs> are so good, Estee. You always say that to me and honestly. flatter me, and I'm like, anyway. Do you raise the bar with that book. Really? Honest, honestly, I could not put down your book are you serious it it inspired me so much I cried I laughed you know I was I was there with you in that book that's so nice to hear Victoria well it has been a joy having you on and I think I took some great little pearls of wisdom from you and from you I hope you guys like this episode as much as I have enjoyed it and make sure you go follow Victoria are you in the fro everywhere just in the fro everywhere would you ever change it just to your name I have thought about it but I don't know I just like I like being like almost a brand name in the fro I kind of like it I get I get that short and sweet all right guys that is it from us make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and if you're feeling extra friendly today you can always rate us on itunes and if you're not listening to this on spotify you can listen to us on spotify just in case you didn't know thank you victoria thank you so much for having me babe 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 